Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your host here, Rudy Simpson. And this is our first segment here at 102.6 The Situation Community with Rudy. This episode is brought to you by RAS Consulting, providing you project management and operational consulting services that identify and optimize how your organization delivers value to the market. Big shout out to our community partners, College Bound Institute, a program designed to prepare high school and middle school students for their academic careers, thoroughly complete college applications, write entrance essays, and apply for scholarships and FAFSA. And big shout out to one of our newest partners, Monday.com. WorkOS gives you everyone the power to build and improve the way their organization runs. With this new partnership, we are able to provide professional services, implementation, and consulting about digital transformation and workflow architecture through Monday.com. So we got a special day planned today, big guests coming up, but I first want to give a big shout out to my team, my family, 102.6 Situation over here at Morris Brown College. Big shout out to Jarvis, Shanice, Rob, always guiding me and helping me just find out who I am. And big shout out to my brothers and sisters here in Atlanta, Georgia, aligning with me over the years to help me get to this point in my life where I can just come and share what's going on in the community, who's doing it in the community, and what's taking place in the community. So this isn't a platform for fluff or battle of the sexes, things of that nature. If a problem is presented, we're going to present a solution right after so we do have some guests coming up later, but right now I have a very, very special guest who I want to pop the show off with. My brother, recently just met him, very, very articulate, very, very sharp, a king at his, at, at his best definition. SGA president of Morris Brown College, Mr. Sako and Hoes. How you doing today, man? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Just, just a very appreciative just to be here in this room with you guys, man. I'm blessed. Hey, man. It's blessed to have you, man. You and I spoke briefly. We were, uh, you know, discussing just kind of how we were going to go about this conversation, man. And just from, um, you know, hearing your background and just what you're looking to accomplish, I definitely don't want to, you know, take too much time from you. But I want to give you time to just kind of let us know who you are. Let us know what inspired you to, you know, be the president of not just the people but the students. So tell us more about that. Um, so, of course, my name is Sakwan Hopes. I am the SGA president here at Morris Brown College. I serve as the 90th SGA president. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a Georgia native. I'm from Warner Robins, Georgia. Um, I'm raised by a single mother, so, you know, I'm, I'm most definitely a warrior. I'm a beast. Mm-hmm. And um, what really drove me to be a part or to be the SGA president here at Morris Brown College is because Morris Brown College has such a rich history that um, not a lot of people, especially in my generation, in, in my generation understand um i it's safe to say that everybody has an auntie uncle grandma you know grandpa that knows something about morris brown college but you know when it comes to like i said my generation nobody knows about um morris brown you know at all so mm. i try to make it my purpose to make sure that i um do what i have to do to make sure that everybody knows about morris brown college mm. especially with everything that we've been through and how we how we overcome you know the adversity that we have which we still have mm. but um yeah, I just pretty much do what I have to do to make sure, you know, Morris Brown College is moving forward, you know, mm-hmm. as a student leader. That's amazing, man. It's You know, the old saying, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And I sure, you, I'm sure, you know, you uh, walk into school campus the time you've been here. Does it feel like you have a weight 
with you being the one who has to be more so that liaison or that communicator of what Morris Brown is today compared to those that have came before you? Um, most definitely, especially after we've um, received our accreditation, it most definitely uh, um, it has been even more pressure, you know, because, of course, you have uh, people that, you know, don't want to see us succeed. So at the end of the day, it the most of the pressure comes from, you know, just being an advocate for the student body, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that I make sure that my students are good because um, I am the voice for them. Mm-hmm. So but. Even though that it can be difficult at sometimes by the support of the you know the faculty and the administrators and even you know you guys just giving me words of knowledge it, it makes the job a whole but a whole lot easier mm-hmm. especially you know just making sure that I keep God first. Oh man, that's amazing, mm-hmm. man. That's amazing. Uh, well said, well said. And you mentioned, um, you know, just like that new in, uh, voice that mm-hmm. you kind of have to to exemplify. How has the feedback been so far, you know, just working with the students, you know, creating uh, activations here on campus, getting involved with other student body organizations? Like how has what has that voice been uh, communicating to you over your time as president? Um, It has been some it's been amazing so far Um, in the past. In the past, when I was a a lower classmate or, you know, a freshman, sophomore, junior, you know, I took this time to kind of like manifest this position. So I kind of at, at, during that time, you know, I researching what can I do to make, you know, my students comfortable enough to, you know, come to me with issues or problems that they have. So, you know, now that I'm in position, I kind of with me doing my research, I kind of pretty much just already knew what I was jumping into mm-hmm. uh, before I got in position. And also, you know, with me, with us being surrounded by schools like, you know, Morehouse, Spelman and Clark, you know, I met other fellow presidents that's able to, you know, give me word of advice of stuff they have going on with their schools. Mm-hmm. So um, it makes it so much easier. And also, you know, it give it lets me know that I have support outside of Morris Brown for mm-hmm. the most part. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. And, and, and when you're talking, I'm thinking of your journey, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking of the younger you, you mm-hmm. know, um, and with our community partner, College Bound Institute, we're working with youth who are first generation, you know, college students you mm-hmm. know their parents grandparents you know people in their family haven't had these type of conversations right mm-hmm. so with you uh, I want to know just a little bit more about um, you know the younger you like mm-hmm. in high school did you hear about Morris Brown like mm-hmm. or uh, in middle school did you hear someone uh, say hey man you should go to college you should go to HBCU mm-hmm. uh, what what advice could you give the not just the younger generation mm-hmm. but students who are in the younger generation who are considering uh taking their education to the next level and uh, going to college Mm -hmm. uh the best thing that i could say is having a college degree is probably one of the best thing that you could achieve in your life because you can do so much with it um as far as my background me another advice that i can give you no matter what you do you know don't never cut yourself short as far as what you want to do in life with me personally you know being in high school i never was the type to be a straight a student you know i I, I was the type of student that, you know, barely passed. It wasn't because, you know, um, I struggled, you know, with things personally. It was just because I didn't apply myself. You know, I was lazy. But um, it's just something about college, you know, especially being at an HBCU where you're able to be around peers and, you know, professors that's able to meet you where you are. And I think that's mm-hmm. a unique thing about Morris Brown College. And, you know, it's just it's just, it's just great to, you know, be at a college or be, just personally be at an HBCU where you're, you know, you're just around people that look just like you, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me more about your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear a lot about college in high school? Um, so where I'm, where I'm from, uh, which is Warner Robins, I didn't really uh, hear. I didn't really hear much about uh, college, right. you know. And if I did hear anything about college, it, colleges, it was uh, colleges that was in my area, like Fort mm-hmm. Valley State, Albany State, okay. you know, schools like that. Right. But um, the reason I knew about Morris Brown College because my mom went not went here um, fresh out of high school, mm-hmm. but she only went here for a semester because you know she was pregnant with me. So I also mm-hmm. used this as an opportunity to finish something she had started. Mm-hmm. Um, even. Even though, you know, in high school, I can admit, you know, I consider Morehouse. So right. I'm actually a Morehouse transfer. Really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> God working so God working, you know, mysterious ways, you know, because unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out for me there, which is cool. You know, mm-hmm. it was all a part of God's plan. Right. And so that what drew me even closer to be over here. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy because not too long ago, I just had the opportunity to speak on behalf of Morris Brown College in front of um, Vice President Kamala Harris. So what? it's like, you know, even though. Yeah. Thank you. So it's like even though it didn't work out over there, you know, I still was able to, you know, make my presence known over there. You know what I'm saying? So hold on, hold on. We're not just gonna skip past <laughs> the fact that you spoke in front of the White House representative, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Did you see yourself ever doing such things? And that, and that's literally what I was <laughs> just about to mention. Like sitting in high school, sitting there, you know, making the grades that I made. I would never thought that you know I would be in front of or even get a chance to meet you know the Vice President of the United States. So. It still hasn't hit me yet because I'm, I'm I'm I constantly remind myself to you know to stay humble, stay hungry, right. a part of the process. But um, yes, it's just been amazing, and is to be honest with you, it's been a blessing mm-hmm. because um, my role has not always been easy, especially with me not having my father. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of times I struggle with it, mm-hmm. but luckily, you know, I have a strong-hearted mom who always tell me, you know, don't use it as an excuse to fail. Right. You know, use it to, you know, fuel yourself to be successful, to right. be the man that you need to be. So it, this whole process has just been nothing but a blessing. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Thank, God, thank God for mom, right? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, man, I can definitely relate, man. Um, my freshman year of college, I was 19. My father passed from a stroke. Mm-hmm. A year prior to that, my grandfather had passed my senior year. Mm-hmm. And fast forward um, about 10 years later, my stepfather ended up passing from COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as, like you mentioned, just um, having to tap into something internal, mm-hmm. you know, something, something unseen mm-hmm. to get you to where you need to be, mm-hmm. I definitely um, can relate. So I want to uh, I want to stay there though on that fatherhood piece because everyone knows who knows me I'm real big on fatherhood mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have aspirations of um, possibly you know building a family mm-hmm. or even just inspiring those who may have families mm-hmm. so I want to know when it come, when it came to you um, not more so just from um, you know growing up you know with um, you know dealing with working through uh, fatherhood not father not being present because you had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But I want to know more so as a, a, a man, you know, it's not even just about black men, no, but not about race, mm-hmm. but manhood for you. How has what you do in life, your you know, choices, how has that prepared you at, what are you, 23? Mm-hmm. How has that prepared you just to accomplish what you were able to accomplish? Go through the adversity of maneuvering from Morehouse to be in the Morris Brown and not just come to Morris Brown and be a student, mm-hmm. actually be the president and CEO of students. Mm-hmm. What did you have to tap in as a man to acknowledge your leadership and just the other qualities that come with that? Um, 
one thing that I learned as far as being a man that I had to accept that it's okay not to be okay. Mm. Um, a lot of us as men, you know, we struggle with a lot of things mentally. Um, not even stuff that we've been through. It's just the fact that the pressure that we have, you know, one to be successful, uh, you know, holding yourself accountable, having people to, you know, count on you like your um your mom or your mm-hmm. sister, whoever whoever it may be, you know, dealing with that pressure, trying to make sure that, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do to make sure they right. good. So um one of the things that I tapped into was making sure that my mental was okay. Right. Um, because a lot of times I have um I suffer with the fact that I don't wanna fail. Right. You know, and sometimes, you know, failure failure is okay because it's a part of the process. You're going to have to fail. And mm-hmm. that's something that I had to accept, too. Mm-hmm. So um, I say all that to say that just, you know, being a man, it's, it's, it, you have to make sure that you prioritize, you know, taking care of your mind and taking care of yourself. Because if not, you know, suicidal is the, 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 the higher leader rate in killing, you know, mm-hmm. black men. Right. So, um, you know, you, you just have to take those measures and making sure that yourself is okay because if you don't know, nobody else will. No, I mean, that, that's true, Brian. And what, what are you majoring in? Um, Business. Business. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, of course, you're going to have to definitely, like you said, be able to control your thoughts, be able to control what you're doing. Mm-hmm. When, when it comes to business, let us know a little bit more of how you, like I said, that manhood mindset and mentality how is that going to correlate and roll into your endeavors and just what you want to accomplish in the space that you're studying here at Morrisboro? Um, I think just the main priority or the main mission is just to stay disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, that's getting up in the morning, making sure that you're handling your business, making sure that you're taking care of your priorities, you know, mm-hmm. because as being a man, um, when you when you keep yourself disciplined, it goes a long way, not just uh, professionally, you know, with your family, um, emotionally, mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. Discipline takes you a, a long way, just like, you know, the gym. You you may not be happy with your body, but if you have discipline within yourself, you're able to get up in the morning and, you know, transform your, bo- transform right. your body to whatever it may want to be. Right. So my, my biggest thing is just staying disciplined. And mm-hmm. I think that's just one thing, because I'm also prior military, that's okay. also what I learned, too. So, you know, it just... Just making sure that you're taking care of your responsibility and just stay dis- uh, disciplined within yourself. You know, you can do whatever you need to do or do whatever you want to do for the most part. Oh, man. Uh, thank you for your service, by the way, man. I of definitely, course. I definitely appreciate it. I have family members in the military. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned something that, that stuck out to me. I have I live uh, I live by an equation, mm-hmm. uh, and that equation is preparation plus opportunity equals mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. And everything that you've been speaking of it shows that you've been prepared mm-hmm. it shows that um you have like what you mentioned the discipline mm-hmm. and i feel like that's one of the the main struggle points like mm-hmm. when you are working in the school system or you're working in business you know it doesn't matter what what your goal is like you have to have a mindset of being consistent but you have to be consistent at being consistent mm-hmm. and that is the discipline mm-hmm. you know we we all have aspirations we all have uh, had setbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some may have the recipe on how to get through certain adversity, but that discipline that you mentioned is like really one of the the main factors within that. Uh, it's like the formula I gave is like the numerator, mm-hmm. but the denominator is discipline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you can you can be you can be uh, talking to a mentor, an advisor. You can go look at YouTube. You can go read. You can. You can do all these things sometime, mm-hmm. but that won't mean that you'll get the result, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people, a lot of people um, that I also learned is a lot of people is afraid of the process. They're afraid to put mm-hmm. the work in, but you know they want the results from it. Um, 
I don't know if you may be familiar with him, but it's a famous um, motivational speaker. His name is um, Emmett Thomas. Mm. Um, he go by ET, and he has yeah. a um, he has a quote that he says. He Eric said, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, Eric Thomas. I'm yep. sorry, Eric Thomas. And he has a quote that he uh, says all the time. You know, if you um, when you want to breathe as bad as you want to succeed, mm. then you will be successful. Mm. And um, when I took from that is, you know, you know, if you if you want to be successful. You know, you, you, you have to be able to put the work in, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part. A lot, like I said, mentioned earlier, a lot of people want to, you know, be a rapper or a movie actor or a sports player, but they don't want to, you know, put that work in, in the gym or the studio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they just expect for it to happen. Right. And it doesn't work that way. So um, and I think that's 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 another thing that I invested in myself. Like sometimes, you know, I'm not able to take a nap or I'm not able to go to sleep because I feel like if I do, I'm missing out on something, you know, so that's why I always make sure I stay on my toes and I, you know, I stay prepared because you never know when the opportunity may present itself. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And and like you mentioned, you know, people are just afraid, you know, people are afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. People are afraid to not get it right. Um, and, And in some households, some people are raising their kids to be um, extra, extra safe. Mm -hmm. You know, we get it. You know, Mm -hmm. we're living in times where we have more freedom. You know, we could have been born in a time where all we wanted to be was free. Mm -hmm. So now we were blessed to have this freedom and a lot of people are crashing out, Mm -hmm. as they say. You know, we see people making all type of decisions that's leading them down wrong paths, Mm -hmm. whether that be incarceration or Mm -hmm. debt or bad health problems, Mm -hmm. right? So we're we're being influx with what not to do, right? Mm -hmm. But what has to happen is we have to be uh, receive an influx of what to do so now that that fear or being afraid now turns to confidence mm-hmm. now it turns into the right things being normalized mm-hmm. like I'm, I was able to see my uncle go to college now I know I can do it mm-hmm. and he didn't even tell me how mm-hmm. because I know that it can be done I can do it mm-hmm. so even as a people we look at other ethnicities and races and we think that oh man I'll never be able to make a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But little do we know, the same atoms and particles that make a cell phone have always been on this planet. Mm-hmm. It just took man time to evolve, mm-hmm. to put it together to make it. So nothing's falling new out of the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only thing falling out of the sky is rain. You absolutely You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what we have to understand is the confidence is already in us. Mm-hmm. Does No matter what color people are, no matter what walks of life, the age, it can be done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're a testament of that, man. So I definitely want to, I want to, um, you know, not, not talk your head off, man. I feel like I'm getting <laughs> oh, no. everything out of you, man. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just a person who love, who always <laughs> hungry for knowledge, man. But, I, but no, no, no. I feel like this is great because a lot of the times people, they don't um, understand more so what it takes to impact history. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's going on here at Morris Brown. Uh, is definitely history making, mm-hmm. and for you to be aware of that, man. Like, I want to be able to get uh, as much information from you and you know your experience, mm-hmm. because there's some there's somebody out there you know in the same position as you mm-hmm. from Warner Robins, mm-hmm. listening to this. Like, yo, he did what? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're you're that public figure, you know, not just here at Morris Brown, not just here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but in history. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times we don't uh, value our history, Mm -hmm. you know, to even know that we can recreate history. WB Du Bois mentioned that we have to, uh, the only way for us to really know where to go, we have to know where we came from, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to uh, tap in with me a little bit on uh, history 
in the aspect of like your plans and what you look to accomplish because I feel like if we're able to speak it out, manifest it, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we can strategize here, you mm-hmm. know, and with um, the services and the partners that we have here at Community with Rudy, mm-hmm. that's what we're looking to do. We're mm-hmm. looking to see how we can put people in position, mm-hmm. help people take their projects and mm-hmm. businesses to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I want to know with you, you know, jumping into business, what are your aspirations in business? Um, just to be able to to help my help my folks out. And when I say my folks, it's my black community out. Um, one of the one of uh, a, a leader that I happen to look up to is um, Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and the reason that I look up to Martin Luther King is because he's an individual that's always been told that um, he can't, you know, he's not able, he can't do what he want to do, and he's done so much to you know make it known that he can do whatever he wants to do. So mm-hmm. I just make sure that I apply, you know, whatever his Things that he's said in the past, I make sure that I apply it to myself, and that's one of the main reasons that made me, you know, just keep me striving forward for the most part. That's what's up, man. People be telling me I look like Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> you do a little bit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, man, but, no, this is a great conversation. We're going to take a quick break, man, get okay. some tunes going. Talk, we're going to talk offline a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. But this is Community with Rudy. We appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned for more to come, and we'll be right back. Still praying, working on my nerves, man. Like son, you gotta get your soul clean. 
Hey man, even though what we do is wrong, we're going to get it right. <laughs> Welcome back to Community with Rudy here on 102.6 The Situation. Big shout out again to my team and family here at Morris Brown College. We just had a great, great, great conversation with Mr. Mr. Sockwin Hobes, SGA president of Morris Brown. Out here moving and shaking. That man spoke in front of Kamala Harris, man. Come on now. That's black history at its finest. 23 years old, suited and booted, making it happen. I appreciate you all taking the time to listen and hear these gems being spoken today. Big shout out to our community partners. Monday.com, giving everyone the power to build and improve the way their organization runs. With this new partnership with Community with Rudy, Monday.com is able to provide professional services, implementation, and consulting about digital transformation and workflow architecture through Monday.com. Another big shout out to our community partner for today, College Bound Institute, a program designed to prepare high school and middle school students for their academic careers, thoroughly complete college applications, write entrance essays, and apply for scholarships in FAFSA. So right now, next up, we have a great friend, mentor, advisor, big brother, another king. We had a, a young king. Now we got a wise king. He been, he been a king for a, a long time, man. Uh, was able to meet this gentleman last year. He, been at, he was able to really, really... Um, and still a lot of great values without even talking. It was just how he was, how he moved, how he walked, how he communicated, how he led his family. Uh, I'm not going to go too, too, too deep in on it because y'all not about to hear me cry on the radio. <laughs> but I definitely want to be able to introduce you all to the actual director and founder of College Bound Institute. Y'all thought it was just a partner? Nah, man, they up here. We actually working. Mr. William Troy Curry. How you doing, brother? Uh, peace, King. Peace and blessings. Peace, King. Peace, King. <laughs> I'm doing well, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Congrats on your platform. Man, thank you, man. For the record, I want to also make sure I, I, I make <laughs> note that I am not the founder of College Bound Institute. Okay. 
I am one of the directors of the program, yes, but the, it was founded by Antonio King. Yes. And then one of our lead board members is Dr. Giovanni Felix. And so I definitely want to give them their credit flowers, you know? Yes. Hey, look, that's why he's here, to make the correction and give solutions. <laughs> yes, yes, that part. Yes, sir. So I, I appreciate you being here, man, uh, coming in to share some light just on what's going on in your life, but just in the impact of your life and what you're doing. Um, I've definitely been blessed to uh, work with you and work with uh, the youth that College Bound Institute is impacting. Um, I, I love it, man. I love the, the feedback that I'm able to get from the youth about the program. But I definitely want to hear, you know, from the source, um, you know, just kind of what inspired you, not more so to get involved with the College Bound Institute, but what in, inspired you to move down this role of impact as it pertains to youth development? Oh, man, I appreciate that. That's a great question, man. Growing up in New York City, inner city of New York, I was fortunate enough to be a member of the Boys Club of New York mm. um, from the age of six all the way up until about 14, mm. uh, like 18, so six to 18. Um, they really had a major impact on my life. Um, instead of being on the streets, it was mm. a safe place to be. Mm. And I've always known that if I didn't work in an industry like um, educational access, that I'd be volunteering somewhere because I believe in the importance of giving back. And so it's just so amazing that I get to give back through my nine to five. Mm. Um, but then on the weekends, you'll still find me giving back as well. Because right. again, it, it, whatever we give back, well, whatever we give, we receive tenfold in right. return. And so it's just a, a blessing to be a blessing to others. Mm. Mm. That's, that's amazing. And, and you mentioned New York. So I'm, I'm sure the, you know, the South compared mm. to up North, you know, youth are all the same everywhere. But as far as the experience, Things are a tad bit different. So for you growing up in New York, how were you able to channel your um, you know, needs for your development as youth and be able to tran- transfer, you know, that into the the impact here with youth in the South? How, how what did that look like with just kind of uh, relating and channeling just kind of what needed to be said when speaking to youth down in the South compared to up north? Um, youth everywhere are the same mm-hmm. so they're all going through the same issues mm-hmm. um, I know you and I um, and some other gentlemen we were talking about even the impacts of COVID right. and how they've affected our youth and the lack of conversation around that issue mm-hmm. and their development but youth all around just need to have a voice mm-hmm. so they need two things they need um, a seat at the table they need, they need, they need someone to speak on their behalf um, hear them for what they have to say, but then also give them a seat at the table so they can speak and advocate for themselves. Mm. And so that's really what College Bound Institute is all about. It's about, um, as Mr. President stated, um, you're more likely to be successful with the college education. Mm-hmm. And so giving them that option, making sure they're aware of all of the resources that are available to them. Mm-hmm. So when they get to the 12th grade, they can make the best decision for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting that one of the biggest decisions that um, the youth have to make is whether or not they go to college. Mm. Um, that's like the largest that's the biggest one of the biggest decisions we'll make in our lives mm. um, where we go like when that path to the paths diverge into the woods which one do we take and whether or not they go to college is one of the most important decisions they actually get to make but it's so interesting that it's also the first big decision that they get to make wow. so whether you get a car or not it's all about what your family can afford or allow you to have when you get a job or not it's all about who's willing to hire you with your limited skills whether or not you get a girlfriend or these are decisions that they're making around that age Mm -hmm. but whether or not you go to college or not is one of the most important decisions they get to make and again it's the first big decision they get to make Mm. and so we just want to make sure that they're fully aware 
of the opportunities and the options they have so they can make the best decision for themselves. Mm, that's, 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 that was powerful because it's true. You know, you, you grow up under, you know, the supervision of your parents. Mm-hmm. The most responsibility that you may have is making it home safely when mm-hmm. the street lights come on. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you have these same youth. They, they'll see the oper- you know what's to come, college and all that stuff, but they, they feel like it's so far away, I have time, right? Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, there's no development in the preparation. So how valuable to you is that, um, that need being met? You know, with you and your experience being able to fill in that gap for youth over these years, how what's the feedback been for you from those youth? Oh man, it's priceless. It's priceless being able to see students mature and develop. Mm-hmm. So through our follow up services that we offer through College Bound, we're able to keep tabs on the students, if you will, mm-hmm. and track them beyond their graduation from high school. But then also resources like social media that gives you a chance to befriend them after school and you know, just kind of check check on them from a distance. It's been amazing and so rewarding watching students who were once in our program just grow up and develop into adults. This is my 15th year Mm. um, in the industry, in college educational access. Congratulations. I appreciate that. And so it's been an amazing journey watching students um, matriculate through the program, but then also being able to work with individuals like yourself and the energy that you provide and the insight and um, just guidance that you're providing to these students with the passion that you have for what it is you do. It's just so rewarding seeing, as I stated before, when we pour into them, we get it back tenfold. Right. I remember um, just a quick story. I remember my first student, one of my first students, um, when we first started the program, one of my other programs, Upward Bound, I was with. And we ended up having to kick him out the first night at our summer residential program. So he came on campus. We were prepared to pay all expenses, give him a six-week um, immersion into campus life and pretend he's on campus, take classes, preparing for his next school year in high school. But literally the first night, he just threw a tantrum was so super unexplained, and he, um, we had to send him home because we just couldn't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I ended up seeing him um, about five years ago now, but 10 years after the fact, and I was hosting an event, I believe it was at Fort Valley, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, one of our students is going to be a speaker, and he's going to introduce to open up the event, and wow. it ended up being this student. Wow. And so, um, you know, life had took him left, took him right, you know, but he ended up at college as planned, and doing well, and not only just, and a testament to him doing well was he was selected mm. from his cohort to be the one introducing the group. And um, we saw each other, we dapped each other up, you know, and he did his speech. And then afterwards, he just came over. He was like, yo, I just want to thank you again. He was like, I know it wasn't your fault that I got sent home from that experience. It was me. Right. I was going through some stuff. But I appreciate you still reaching out, never giving up on me, um, wow. and just letting me know that you were there to support me and you weren't, you know, upset with me. He said, it really meant a lot. And I hope I'm making you proud. And I was like, man, you are. And I hope, you, hope you're proud of yourself, even more importantly. Wow, what? <laughs> so it's just dope just to see it come full circle. So literally, so literally one day mm-hmm. at college, mm-hmm. didn't even go through the experience, mm-hmm. stuck with him to the point where he had to not more so make up for it, but it, he probably looked at it like, I got to this point. That was enough to show that he could get to it. Mm-hmm. And I, the whole time when you were saying that, I'm thinking of that moment. Like, what happened? Ten years? Like, what was he going through afterwards, right? Yeah. And for you to see it come full circle, and that's the what he presents, mm-hmm. that shows how powerful these opportunities are. Like, with, well, what Mr. President was saying about being in an environment where, you know, it's on his mind, but it's not really on his mind, right? 
But when you see that you can do it and you start getting into the flow of it, it's like the sky's the limit. Yes. And I feel like the youth, they they hear about it, but they really don't believe in it. You know, and we have educators, leadership uh, at the schools who have to believe and parents who have to believe. But for those youth that are listening and who will listen to this in the future, it, it doesn't matter if what's around you believes in you if you don't believe in you. Mm. And... I would like to know for for you, um, Mr. Curry, how uh, was your experience on believing in yourself? I know you're big on your personality and no one is you, you know, only you can do what you do. And I've heard you say, like, it's nothing you've ever set out to do that you didn't achieve. And <laughs> to I for you, for someone to be able to say that, I'm hearing that, like, I heard you tell somebody else that you told a student that and I'm looking like, like man, I felt like if that student didn't feel that, I know I did, right? So I but but to be able to have that level of confidence, it's to some of course some could feel some type of way, but that's more so their problem. For you though, to be able to have confidence and faith in the ability, like I said, you you met a student was able to interact with you one day, wasn't ready. But whatever you did prior to getting him to that moment, he's I'm going to see Mr. Curry again. Yeah. So I want to know. Just tell us about how you process that. A, you touched on a couple, a couple, couple points there. You know, and I believe that um, self belief is ultimately important. You know, what I'm saying that you could people could believe in you all they want, but it's really ultimately important that you believe in yourself. That's why even mm-hmm. in that interaction with the student, um, he said, you know, I hope you're proud of me, and I said more importantly, I hope you're proud of yourself. Right. Um, because that's what really ultimately matters. Um, I have an amazing opportunity coming up. And it's because of, so um, my Facebook got hacked a while ago, and I was explaining to my brother, like, yo, I need you to help me get back into my Facebook account. He's like, dude, it's just Facebook. It's old. Like, just get a new account. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I have a lot of contacts and people I interact with on there, and I do a lot of business from there and promote the great things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's so it came full circle that once I got back in, um, one of my former counselors reached out to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I see the great work you're doing through your other initiative, STEM Wars, and we would love to partner with you on this program called Angel Tree Foundation, mm-hmm. and we actually provide services for students or the families of incarcerated individuals. Mm-hmm. And so we want you to come and bring your STEM initiative to talk to the families or the, you know, the youth of these families who are, who are members of, um, who are currently incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And so just, you know what I'm saying? So I want you to see that it's important to believe in yourself, but it's also to have, it's important to have people in the community who believe in you. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important that we pour into the students, and that's why I keep bringing it back. It's so important to have individuals like yourself on the mm-hmm. team who really believe in what we do, who love what we do, mm-hmm. and really love the students, and it's not just a paycheck. Right. That we believe in them, and we provide them the support to believe in themselves. Right. This statement I read the other day, it said, confidence is built through a um, series of small wins. The best way to build confidence is through a series of small wins. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're playing basketball, just go out there and hit those layups, keep getting your layups in, and then it'll give you the confidence to take mm-hmm. a step or two back and try to hit a mid-range jumper right. and then keep stepping back and st- things of that nature. And so it's showing our students what the um, path to success looks like mm-hmm. and then being able to help guide them down that path so they get a series of small wins. Mm-hmm. So when it's time to make a huge decision, like do I go to college or not, like that's a huge decision. You, you, mm-hmm. you, don't, you, get to go, you get to move away from home. You literally can go, you can stay inside the state. You can go to a big school, a small school. You can move across the country. You literally mm-hmm. can move across the pond and take mm-hmm. class in England if you want to go to college in England. Like, and so it's a huge decision, but it's giving our students the confidence in themselves through a series of small wins along this journey. So when it's time to make that step, they, mm-hmm. also may, they ultimately 
have the belief in their wings so they can go out and fly. Wow. And so that's really my, that's that's how I've become so confident right. in myself is consistency and small wins. Small wins. And it's like, okay, well, you know. Those small daily disciplines, basically. Yes. Making your bed, making sure that, you know, your clothes are just creased. You were able to get there on time. You were, you know, you, you lived up to making a, uh, calling someone back when you said you were going to call them back. Like, you said, you <laughs> said, you said success is when opportunity meets preparation. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan said, he was he's never, well, even Kobe said, I'm never afraid to take that shot because I've done it a thousand, a thousand times, times, literally in practice. Mm-hmm. The only difference is who I'm going to highlight on. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to touch on a quote I heard you say a while back. Uh, you might not remember saying it, but I, I posted it on Instagram. I should have gave you credit. but <laughs> <laughs> For all those folks listening. Yeah, forever, yeah, for whoever saw this quote on my Instagram, go and like it. And be like, Rudy, you should have tagged Mr. Kirk. I'm sorry. But I knew I was going to eventually tell you. This is the best way to tell you. <laughs> I got you. I appreciate So the you. quote was, greatness greatness is not a destination. It's a journey. Hmm. Hmm. Greatness is not a destination. It's a journey. And I feel like with the work that you you know are part of, that engulfs that. Especially working with the youth. All we think about is the, the destination. <laughs> Even as you get older, you know, it kind of weans off. You start slowing down. My father was big on slow down, son. He had a little country Alabama accent. Slow down, son. But once you start working, you're never going to stop. Because he's like, Dad, I need some money, man. Come on. Like, he's like, son, just slow down. I'm thinking about the end goal. Like, I need it now. I'm not trying to wait till I'm 30, 40. I'm trying to get it now. Everybody on BET, they got it. <laughs> but. To hear uh, to hear you even say that the day you said it, it was more of like a. It felt like trauma was ended, <laughs> like <laughs> like he right. I'm still at this age and I'm still hearing it. You never you, it never goes away. So I wanted to know from you, what does that mean to you um, in your life? You know, you've accomplished some great things. I'm, you have a lot of uh, things that you still want to accomplish. But when it comes to just the journey, the destination, and just what greatness is, how do you uh, relate to that quote? Oh, very interesting. Man. I just had this conversation. I was having a piece of this conversation the other day, and it's really so fitting. Um, we were talking earlier, you and I, about Dame Dash, and he even spoke about it. And he was like, his name is so fitting mm-hmm. because life is all about the dash. Mm-hmm. So it's the day you're born, dash, and then the day you die. And mm-hmm. greatness is neither one of those days. Mm-hmm. Greatness is about that dash and the the legacy and impact that you leave. Mm-hmm. And so it's really about waking up each day and not trying to outdo the day before, mm-hmm. but give that day my best and truly being present. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in this interview, I'm present. Um, when I was speaking to Mr. President, I was present. On the way here, I was on phone calls present. Mm-hmm. And just being present in those moments and giving it your all. And again, just those small, daily, continuous steps towards greatness. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a destination. It's not, oh, if I can hit this milestone, that means I'm great. No, right. it's what I've done along the way. Right. Um, another great saying is, it's not about what you become, but who you become along the, along way. the way. And so mm-hmm. that's what greatness is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how has my, how has my impact or has my legacy or influence impacted others to reach their fullest potential? Right, right. Not being the best player, but the best player for the team. Right, right. That's and, greatness. And then even b- being the best, you know, it's not going to look pretty. You know, a lot of people 
they think they're doing it the wrong way because it's looking a little ugly right now. You're I going through it. nights, early mornings. It's ugly. The grind is ugly. <laughs> the grind it's, is it's ugly. It's called the grind. It's a hustle. Right. Ain't no pretty ways to put it. Yeah, you see, you mentioned uh, Michael Jordan athlete. At the end of the game, you see him with big ice packs on their Man. knees. Yeah, yeah. You're watching uh, Gladiator movies. You right. see when he goes back to the uh, to the uh, the kingdom, to, and the, they, they pick him up and celebrate him and mm-hmm. carry him to the king. He's bloodied. He's muddied. He has the. They put a crown on him. Put dub him with the sword, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Bro, come on!" I, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go get some rest. I just need to get some rest. But, but like, there's power in what you're saying because we're talking about greatness and the journey, but we can't leave none of what we just said out. Mm-hmm. You have to know that it's going to be tough. Like when you're working out, your muscles are literally breaking down so that they can build back up. And when you take on certain goals that are bigger than you, that's what comes with it. Big uh, big goals re- require big adversity, big trouble, <laughs> big, yeah. but there's sacrifice. Yeah, big sacrifice. And what comes at the end of it, though, is who you will become. That's what legacy is. Legacy is planting seeds for a harvest you won't live to see. Mm. So. Um, you know, we got, got a few more minutes. I definitely want to uh, get one last perspective from you. Um, but let us know your goals and just kind of what you have coming up and what you look to accomplish. I know you mentioned STEM wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you'll be working with some things coming up soon uh, with the end of the semester. And then you can kind of let everybody know where they can find you. How can we, you know, work more with you? Um, you know, even with you being a partner of uh, the show, I definitely will, you know, keep letting everybody know. But while we have you, just kind of let us know those things. I appreciate that. So our College Bound Institute program currently serves four schools in the South um, South Fulton area. We certainly we currently serve Banneker High School and Creekside High School, as well as McNair Middle School and Bear Creek Middle School. And it's a college access program, as you just explained, that offers tutoring, counseling, advisement, um, college exploration, career exploration, and a plethora of wraparound services to help guide our students on that path to college um, enrollment. And so we help them with their financial aid, we help them apply for scholarships. We take them to visit colleges. We expose them to different colleges, have individuals come and talk about career opportunities. And so we can't thank the administration at um, all those institutions enough for their support and willingness to allow us to come in and serve alongside them um, because we're a team effort. Those are they're our students as a whole. And so we're just you know joining forces and locking arms and really ensuring that no student is left behind. Mm. Um, STEM Wars is another amazing initiative. It's a, a tech initiative designed to engage um, low-income first-generation and minority individuals, um, traditionally underserved populations, expose them to careers in technology. Atlanta's a booming tech city. Um, There's over 30 current large-scale projects being built around the city, looking forward to the influx of individuals coming in to take these tech jobs. Mm -hmm. And so our goal is to expose and engage our youth so that way they'll be ready for these tech jobs. If Atlanta was booming and building warehouses, they'd have our students lined up out of high school to work these warehouse jobs. When we're talking mm-hmm. tech, we're talking infrastructure, we're talking real salaries and real money that can actually change their paradigms, mm-hmm. they're often left um, out of the conversation. And so our goal is to be that bridge and make sure that they're aware of what's fully going on. Um, to touch back, you said, what's the difference between working up, um, being raised up north and working with students down south? When I was young, I didn't have a car. Um, you know, my family didn't have a car. We were in New York, we take the bus, we take the train, and we were able to get pretty much anywhere in the city. And when I wasn't in the bus or train, I kind of walked around and, and had a pretty good 
radius of you know influence that I can get involved in. Um, down here, these students don't have that, and so a student can live literally in um, on live on Old National or live right there in Fabron mm-hmm. or live or you know these stu- these outlining areas. They'll claim Atlanta, but many of them have never even been downtown. Right. And so exposure is the key. They can't. They don't even see the buildings. They don't even see the greatness that is around them. Mm-hmm. And so the, the goal is from any of the initiatives that I'm involved in is the exposure, exposure, exposure. Once their mind is stretched, it can never go back to that same shape. And so just like that student, we had that experience. He traveled his own path, but if you teach them the way they should go, when they grow old, they would not wear it. They would mm-hmm. not stray. And so it's the same thing with our students. If college is not for them, we want them to know that mediocrity is not for them either. Right. So whatever it is you're going to do, um, be great, as you stated previously. You know what I'm saying? Greatness right. is not a destination, but the journey. Right. So do you, but be great at it. Man, look, you need to have a, a show yourself. Community oh, with man. William Curry, man. <laughs> no, I appreciate <laughs> well, I, that. Hey, man, look, I appreciate you. Uh, so, uh, oh, man, that was that was great, man. I, I, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity, man. Thank oh, you for man. sharing your platform and, and the uh, your vision for um, this platform and what you plan on doing for the community. Yes, sir. Um, you yes, are a blessing to so many and and for all those you do serve, we appreciate you. Man, likewise, likewise, man. So you all heard it here. We have some great guests for, with uh, with us today. Big shout out to Mr. Sockwin Hobbs, president, SGA president here at Morris Brown College. Mr. William Chor Curry, director with College Brown Institute, STEM Wars. Uh, we're going to go to a, another break. Stay tuned for more with Community with Rudy. Tune the fate of this union to the right pitch. I never call you my pivot, even my boo. There's so much in the name and so much more in you. If you understand the union of woman and man, it's sex and the tingle is where they assume it land. But that's fly by night for you in the sky, right? From these cold shy nights, moon, you my light. If heaven had a height, you would be that tall. Ghetto the coffee shop, if I see that all. Let's stick to understanding if we won't fall. For better or worse times, I hope to me you call. So I pray every day more than anything. Friends will stay as we begin to lay this foundation for a family. Love ain't simple. Why can't it be anything worth having? You work at annually. Granted, we've known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine.
thrift shop. Plus you shit pop when it's time to. Thinking you fresh, just the beast I should rhyme to. At times when I'm lost, I try to find you. You know to give me space when it's time to. My heart's dictionary defines you. It's love and happiness. Truthfully, it's hard trying to practice happiness. The time we committed love, it was real good. Had to be for me to arrive, and it still feel good. I know the sex ain't gonna keep you, but as my equal, it's how I must treat you. As my reflection, the light, I'ma lead you. And whatever's right, I'ma feed you. Yo, I tell you the rest when I see you. And we're back. Rudy Simpson here again. Big shout out to our speakers that we're able to share today. Wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge. Young and old, it doesn't matter. When you're doing it, you're doing it. That's all that matters. Big shout out again to our uh, family here at Morris Brown College 102.6, The Situation. I love them to death. Big shout out also to our uh, community partners especially College Bound Institute for stopping by. Uh, Monday.com, one of our newest partners, giving everyone the power to build and improve the way their organization runs. With this new partnership, we are able to provide professional services, implementation, and consulting around digital transformation and workflow architecture through Monday.com. And last but not least, you know I got to shout out RAS Consulting. For those who don't know, RAS stands for Rudy Andre Simpson. That's me. Providing you project management and operational consulting services that identify and optimize how your organization delivers value to the market. I'm basically just helping you get it done. Everyone has a different viewpoint of what done is. I'm going to show you how to really get it done. And that's what we did today. Big shout out to our speakers and people that were able to come by today to share. I definitely look forward to building in the community through this platform. I thank you, Morris Brown College, for not giving up on the fight to keep the presence of what you all have been instilling over the many decades here in Atlanta, Georgia. Big shout out to W.E.B. Du Bois. Big shout out to Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all those ancestors that came before us. Because at the end of the day, when you think about them, you don't think about how much money they have. You think about the impact that they made. But we're going to get that money too. (laughs) So definitely stay tuned for more with Community with Rudy to come. I appreciate you all. I love you. And I ain't going nowhere. Peace.